So what you're about to hear is a bonus episode. We're interrupting the reading of our audiobook to get out a very important message about is there such a thing as a person being broken? So give this a listen and let us know what you think. And we'll resume reading the audiobook here very soon. All right, so today we're going to do something a little different. This is Wednesday, and normally we'd be reading from our book, but there's a topic that's come up in, <clears throat> it came up on Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> now that's surprised. questionable, questionable, uh, but it's. It, you can't ever take anything on Facebook at face value because everything there is so curated and quaffed and coutured and, and prepared <laughs> and carefully presented that you're not really seeing, I don't think we really see reality for what it is. Uh, however, <clears throat> this particular topic so is actually very poignant and actually very important to what we teach in life or gammy because uh, originally before we did before we did the lost guru we settle on the title the lost guru for our book amy we talked about a book title of that you are not broken we actually ta- had a conversation yeah. that we might well that's it started with us um we were going to write about you are enough because that seems right. to be a common um blister or wound um, of people as to why we do things the way we do is because deep down in certain situations we feel like we're broken or that we're not enough we're not that we enough don't somehow somehow i don't measure up right and that we need to be fixed um so that's how it all started and so there's been a number of times i have seen people write about being broken maybe on a consistent level it seems to be that particular person's um, story that they identify with about being uh, broken that people are broken and so I disagree with that word and I've been jumped on for not getting the context of yeah. what somebody was um, speaking about when they used the word broken um, but I also believe that the word broken has been misused a good point and tell us um so yes the context of what they're saying is very important and i get what they're saying but this this whole story that um (coughs) that somebody is broken that's like they can't they can't be repaired and and i i'd say okay um there's many situations that are broken like divorces that relationship is broken right right um we may be in jail for committing murder or something like that. Or our political system is broken. Yes, it's the situation that is broken. But the person, as long as there's hope and potential, that person cannot honestly say that they were broken. Um, they may have felt that they were. They may have all these feelings and emotions that we have as a human being. Um, you know, we have different circumstances in life and experiences, but we all have the same emotions and feelings. Um, but, you know, we may feel that this is what we're going through, so that means that, you know, we may label ourselves broken. Right. But the problem is, is that if we go around thinking that we are, then we're not going to even try. 
and, and that's and that's the key point to all this. That's the that's the point that you were trying to raise on Facebook, right? Right, and uh, maybe I wasn't um, I wasn't able to express it properly because there's so much. Um, the reason I'm saying these things is based on a context that I have in my mind. Um, based and on it's your hard, life experience, right? And maybe some of the other people that I've helped along the way that were um, in crisis situations, and. It's sometimes it's very hard in a in a short amount of time to express what yeah. it is you're trying to say. So you may, um, you know, you may say something that sounds hokey, and you didn't intend it to sound that way. Um, but sometimes too, when you say things, uh, when we say things about, for instance, nobody's broken because there's always there's no end of potential. People may get a charge from that. Right. And a trigger based on their own life experience, and when we when that happens, it's it's always beneficial to look inside and see why is this triggering me? Why do I find this offensive? What it is about me that I'm getting all upset about? You know, have I ever once called myself broken and right. and held myself back from moving forward? And so, whenever so, I hear that word broken. It's it a just, trigger for you. It's a obviously. trigger for me because Absolutely. because I went around thinking that I was broken. Um, because someone told you you were. Right. And you accepted that judgment. Well, also, being in an abusive relationship, I thought I was broken at the time. Right. But at some point, I said that was enough, and I'm tired of thinking that way about myself, and that I'm better than what they're telling me right. and how they're treating me. Yep. Um, I decided to get out of it. And... It wasn't easy. Um, there was many challenges. There was many reasons why I sh shouldn't or couldn't get out of it. Right. And I methodically did what I needed to do to get out of it. And I there was a lot of losses as a result of making that decision. Um, so there's a context to your life and your life experience. Mm -hmm. And many he, people that were in the shelters with me right. and that we were um, experiencing the same type of um, not enough syndrome. The, right, the not enough and the, that sense of feeling broken. So there's a context. And I believe that this con this context around feeling broken this uh, or feeling like we don't measure up, that we're somehow in some way or many ways, we may even think that, we, that we're not enough. <clears throat> that that's the reason we we created this business uh, in a way because we realized that we're being uh, a lot of our people we were seeing in our life and in, in our own life experience are programmed and conditioned to believe they're not enough because they make very good consumers they make very good customers they become walking wallets and and we, we don't see them as people anymore and so uh, but I think the thing that's important to get back to is that we, this, this post on Facebook okay. basically said it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Now, I want to ask you what, you react, what triggered you about that, but I want to say to me, at first blush, that quote looks very powerful. It is easy. It's easy to say to build strong children than to repair broken men. And it almost sounds, it's almost sounds like it's religious based. <laughs> kind of reminds, 
it kind of reminds me of uh, uh, I've heard carpenters say it's easier to build the house properly than it is to go back and fix it later and renovate it. Yeah. You know, if you want to look at it that way. Um, but we're not talking about a house that's got a broken roof or anything like that. Right. We're talking about human beings in a situation that may be broken and um, and their feelings and the disconnect from themselves and how they allow other people to destroy them and hurt them. And that's the key point. The disconnect from their self, that is broken. Yes. But as long as we have... Um, a yearning for something better willing to learn and yeah. we accept ourselves and the situation for it is and then just say well it doesn't mean it's okay right it doesn't mean it's okay it's like right. that if you right. accept the situation but what you do is you look at it and say hmm this i don't this doesn't serve my higher good well of course nobody says it like that you know we use real people language <laughs> but um you know i want more of what makes me feel good and i'm tired of feeling shitty and I'm tired right. of, um, you know, wishing I was dead. I'm tired of get not getting what I want. Like, why is it so much easier for everybody else to get what they want and I can't? Well, the difference is mindset. Absolutely If you walk true. around thinking that you're broken and that your past and your situation defines who you are and your, and your potential and any hope, if you think that, then you're right. Because you can't fully inhabit your life if you think you're broken. Absolutely true. And I think that the, the real danger here is the external frame of reference. The, re the thing that we haven't, I don't think we really talked about this in our book, but we do discuss it with our clients, is that we move them, we help them move from having a very strong external frame of reference. What I mean by that is that we judge ourselves based on how other people see us. We do make decisions based on what we think other people want us to do as opposed to an internal frame of reference where we're really clear about what we want more of, what we want less of, what our morals, what our ethics, what our values, what our beliefs are, and what principles we hold dear. When we create that strong internal frame of reference, we're able to go through life in a far more constructive, confident, and powerful way than when we're constantly <clears throat> editing our ourselves out of making decisions that we know are right for us because other people don't think that we're enough. Other people think we're broken or other people want us to do something different. So it's about where we have to be careful in our life is that we put more weight and value on our what's on it, the external frame of reference, other people's opinions and beliefs and stuff. The only thing that matters is not whether or not you're triggered or that you have an emotional reaction to something somebody says to you or does to you. It's what are you going to do about it? Why does this matter to you? Why is it important? And what are you going to do about it? And how is this, how is what's happening to you in your life? How is it, um, how is what's happening to you in your life? How are you going to allow it to shape you? Or are you going to try to rise above it, go around it, learn from it? There's all kinds of potential. But when I have felt broken in my life, I wasn't broken. But my spirit was broken. My drive was broken. 
my motivation was broken because I had such a strong internal frame of reference. I was trying to, you know, keep all these plates spinning to keep other people happy. And I was totally ignoring what made me. I really wasn't in touch with who I was and what was important to me. When I hear you say, though, that your spirit was broken, was it? Because look how you are now today. To me, when I hear broken, I hear somebody say it's broken and it can't be fixed. It's irreparable. Is that what you mean when you say broken? Or are you saying that it was cracked and had um, uh, it had potential, had no potential to correct itself? Um, that's that's where I get confused because okay. a lot of times when I hear people say broken, like I'm broken because I'm in the hospital depressed because I had a hard life. My parents beat me. My husband beat me. Um, I have a chemical right. imbalance, whatever it is. Or, um, or, or, or any number of physical things or mental. Right. So yeah. we identify with our, right. our situation and how we feel our feelings and how crappy things are happening right now. Yeah. And we say, um, oh, you know, I'd like to commit suicide. Um, I've been there, done that. And, um, you know, I want to commit suicide. But then what I realized is that what I wanted to end was my situation and my Not your life. and my negative feelings and everything that was going wrong and how I felt about that. I wanted that to go away. And I wanted that relationship with that story mm. that I can't get better. I wanted that broken. I wanted right. that to be an end to it. And right. I think when we're talking about broken, I think we're talking about endings. Right. So in from your frame of reference, I see where you're where you're coming from in terms of that that broken. You wanted to break it. You wanted it to be over. Oh, and yes. I, I would say you, you you weren't broken. You were you became more whole. Well, not me. I wasn't broken. Um it, it made me the, stronger. The situation was broken. The situation was broken and it right. needed to be it needed to be dealt with, confronted, examined, released and embraced. Right. Not embracing it, but embracing life and a better life. Now you asked me a question. Yes. So I'd like to answer that. Yes. So in terms of when I say broken, yeah. When I my spirit was broken, it's like it needed repair. It wasn't working. So, I I had this awareness that what I was doing wasn't working that I was incongruent I was doing things and saying things based on what other people's priorities were and not what I even what I believed and my also that I could fit in so when you're talking about broken you're talking about being out of equilibrium having an unbalanced equilibrium uh, kind of I'm talking about being incongruent being out of touch with what I know is true for me and what I care about. So it was a disconnect from self then. Absolutely true. I think um, in response to that um, that uh, uh, thing I wrote back, my response to that, mm -hmm. that quote, mm -hmm. um, let me see if I can find it now. Um, <laughs> okay. I said that nobody's ever broken. They're just disconnected from knowing who they are and what it is they value and believe. Everyone has the ability to tap into the intrinsic wisdom of their life so they can know the difference between what they believe and what is being projected on them. Right. Feeling broken is a disconnect from self. 
Saying mm. someone is broken whispers the thought that someone needs to be fixed or aren't enough in the context of life's challenges and our ability to meet them. That word broken has so many connotations below the surface. Um, it takes a lot of work to strengthen our undeveloped strengths and to do inner reflections that are necessary to combat, combat the onslaught of stressors that come our way. So nobody is broken unless they identify themselves according to how they manage the situations and what the circumstances are. When we believe our experiences define us as a labeled broken person, then we obviously need to get back to accepting ourselves for being, accept ourselves for having all the feelings and the emotions right. of being human and realize that, um, that it's okay to feel the way we are, but we're not broken and we, it's, you know, there's always potential and hope. Um, and when we can let go of the need to be right or be perfect, then we won't judge ourselves and accept the word broken. Um, so that's what I wrote. And then I, of course I got, um, a discourse going and I had to, um, clarify, clarify because I wasn't able to bring out the context of what I was thinking when I wrote it. You couldn't share your entire, you couldn't share your entire life context Not that arrived paragraph. you within a paragraph, you know, uh, so it's, we need to give each ourselves latitude. Um, so we were talking about somebody who, uh, was cause it's black awareness month right? and somebody who was beaten and, and imprisoned and, and really mistreated, what, as, mistreated a as a slave yeah. and he would refer to himself as being broken. And so I made this comment in, in, uh, in reply about being broken. And then the person said they were, took strong opposition to that because, you know, his situation was completely broken. And so he decided to leave and, um, uh, and to get away, even though, you know, he could have been caught and they could have cut his feet off and all that right. kind of stuff. Um, so I wrote about this person, um, very well-known black person, uh, in black history, um, is that he knew there was no end to his potential and did the most courageous thing. So my point is he used the word broken and in his mind he obviously had enough. Right. Um, so he he did um, flee, right? Right. And he knew that there was something better for him. Took control of his life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just reading the rest here, but it's got nothing to do any any longer. It's what we've been discussing now um, right. here in this podcast. But um, yeah, he did uh, he did do the thing where he said, um, "This is hokey. This situation's hokey. Right. Um, my spirit has been um, broken, but I'm not broken, and I can do something about this." Now he may have ran out of fear. I'm pretty sure he did. And couldn't handle it anymore. His life was in jeopardy and he yep. just ran, right? That's yep. primal. That's our need to stay alive. Let's get the hell out of here, right? Yeah. Um, but he could have stayed where he was like all the other slaves and did nothing that they could do. They were they were imprisoned, right? They couldn't they were afraid to leave because they knew the consequences if they tried. Um Exactly. But he had hope and he knew that there was potential for something more. 
And so he was willing beyond anything that could happen to him. He was ready and willing to get up there and make a difference for himself. So he stood up right. for himself and he got he was no longer disconnected from himself. It was yeah. no longer a it, disconnection. He was now living congruently. Yes, and he got out, he did what he needed to do and um as a result, you know, he had a bit uh, a better circumstance and he was able to help other people through their circumstance. Right. So it was a very good thing what he did, but he may have felt broken at the time, but obviously when you look back at it, he wasn't broken. Look at everything he accomplished. Exactly right. Now, and I would say that the the other point I think that we could kind of wrap, bring some context to this, is okay. that he reached his enough threshold. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to risk my life, risk being uh, beaten by the master or whatever, all that and went on and moved on with his life. He reached his enough threshold. And there are times where in our lives, we reach our enough thresholds and we quit jobs, we quit relationships, we quit businesses, and we say, I've had enough. It's not worth the effort anymore, and we move on. That's the important point here is that when even though I said that there are times in my life where I felt broken, it's because uh, it's because I was not at my enough threshold. I hadn't reached to say, I've had enough with this. I had to go through my pity party story and feel sorry for myself and lick my wounds or, or heal or to just sometimes things happen in life that are so unimaginable. You never thought this could ever happen to you and it happens you have to deal with it you have to face it and if you do confront it confront it and right. examine the situation um and do something about it then we're making uh, we're not um uh we're making a better life for ourselves and we're not identifying ourselves according to what happened we're not right. saying um okay, I went through, um, let's say somebody beat me up. Well, that means I'm a loser. We don't mm. do that. Um, <coughs> right. You know, if I was a better wife, he wouldn't have to beat me kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I hear that lots of people say oh, that, my goodness. you know, but it's not true because they've accepted what they've been told and they take their situation and say, well, that makes me a broken person because this has happened to me. I'm used goods. I'm, I'm damaged goods. I've heard that one too. Um, mm. And it's not true because you always have the ability to think differently, have a different mindset and say, this is bullshit. There was nothing wrong with me. It was their problem. They're the one with the issues and they took it out on me. That's not my stuff. That's their business. This is my stuff. This is what I want more of. This is what I want less of. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I can do. This is what I'm doing. And then you live with integrity. You live right. in sync with what your values, your beliefs, your morals, and your ethics are, your principles, and your faith. You just you live with that and say, right. 
I am not that person that they projected on me. I am not that. I never was that. I never was broken. Look at me. I can do this. I have done this. I'm willing and ready to change and learn and grow. Which means you're you're ready to reject the story that's been projected on you, that's been placed on you by by life, by experiences, by other people. And you're saying, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, you reached your What's enough next? threshold your enough threshold and said, what'd you say? What's next for me? Yeah, you, you said, what's next for me? The, I, the way I'm living is not enough. And I, you know, it was a little over three years ago where I was sitting in, in you know, before you and I got reconnected. <clears throat> uh, I was sitting, I, I'd reached my enough threshold and I said, what the heck is going on? There's got to be more for me than mm-hmm. what, what I'm currently experiencing. And in that moment, there, that in those moments, people call, might call them aha moments, their tr- transformational change takes place in those magical moments. It's an awakening. It's an awakening, and it's what makes us remarkably human. And that's why we're in this business. We love to walk with, with people on their journey through life and to get to the, into through intentionally examining their life and their thoughts and their beliefs and their morals and ethics, intentionally reviewing that, they get to the, holy crap, I can't believe I used to believe that. And then their life changes in an instant because they're, they're no longer defined by that. Because as our book states, it's called The Lost Guru. It's not that you're lost. It's that you lost, you misplaced the misplaced guru. <laughs> it's like it's that disconnect from self, right? And so that book and um, represents a lot of what we talk about in our um, coaching. Correct. And our program is that we need to uncover the mental habits that prevent us from fully inhabiting our lives and accessing that intrinsic wisdom that we gained through our experiences and the lessons we learned on what worked and what didn't work. Exactly. these mental habits and patterns, part of that can be unbroken as a result of what happened. If we say to ourselves that we're broken, that's a story that we say to ourselves that is deeply entrenched in our brains, literally. Um, In our cult, in some of our cultures. Yeah. Exactly right. It's embedded, and yep. as long as we believe it, then we're right. And it's and it's an a- absolute total impediment. It's an absolute impediment to accessing your intrinsic wisdom. One of the things that Amethyst and, wanna, and I want to promise you <laughs> is that there is a unique intrinsic wisdom within you that you have about your life. That nobody, not even your parents, not even your spouse or your kids have about you that know about you. There's a wisdom, it's an intrinsic wisdom from your combined life experience that can transform your life. And you can get in touch with it. And that's what our program, the Mastering the Art of Momentum, is about. And we have uh, we have available now a one-month program to help people get in touch with you know, to, to go through this initial awareness building of the lost guru. And so we promise you there's more to, to you and there's more opportunity for you to live a, 
a grander life, a greater version of yourself than what you're currently experiencing. It's not because you're broken. Broken. In fact, it's because you're brilliant. It's because you're fantastic. It's because there's a wisdom from your own life that if you can get in touch with it, will change you and change your the, your path. Ditto. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got all fired up. <laughs> it'll, well, I, I like to say that it'll bring, if you can do this for yourself, um, <clears throat> it'll bring the significance and meaning to your life that brings you joy. Exactly. And it'll help you to claim your birthright to love, joy, peace, safety, well-being. The book. The book where you were making notes this morning. Pass oh. me. I'm just pointing to bitch. Amethyst about that. There's something very important we talk about. Because you see, we wrote the book, The Lost Guru, because... We wanted to get a message out there. They see, we're about helping people to fully inhabit their lives and really step into the fullness of what it means to be themselves. And the truth is, we have a different context because we've been through a lot and we supported a lot of people in their lives. And we believe that anybody can achieve anything in life as long as they have the right mindsets and the right skills and the right tools and the right beliefs. It, it, we can't, it's, it's a full meal deal. <laughs> you gotta eat the full meal. There's no short shrifting. There's no way to, to speed through the learning curve. You gotta go through it to get to it. You, you can't spend your way out of a learning problem. And we have to get out of um, feeling fearful of the unknown. We have to get yeah. out of our comfort zone because that's the only place where change is gonna happen. Um, if we stay in our comfort zone doing things the way we feel comfortable in that rut, what feels safe, if we stay there doing that, we're always going to get what we're getting. There's a reason why we're experiencing what we are right now. Right. So if we can get out of our comfort zone, <coughs> try something new, dare to be um, living congruent with what we our values and beliefs are. Thank you. Dare to do that and to up, um, to have your own back. Yep. And um, say, you and know, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to do the right thing and take care of myself. So let's just do it. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to step beyond my fear and I'm going to stop worrying because fear is nothing more than taking your past experiences, all the vulnerabilities and your pain and putting it today with your creativity and your um, imagination and thrusting that forward into the future into an unknown saying that this is going to happen again if I don't do this if I don't do that and so I need to say stay safe I need to um, in order to be secure saying that will not get you out of your rut you have to be willing to change and learn and there's a way to do it you're not just going to step into the unknown oblivion and just play it by ear there's a there's a way to confront and examine what's going on, get out of ambiguity and complacency, yeah. and move forward and be a student of your own life. Bingo. And Bingo. tap into that intrins intrinsic wisdom, all the lessons you've learned through your defining moments that you graduated through. Yeah. And just use that as a stepping stone rather than a stumbling block. But to get there... You've got to stop carrying the baggage. 
You have to uncover the habits, the mental habits, the thinking habits that are preventing you from stepping forward and being present in the current moment, mm. which is the only point of power. That This moment that you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, thank you for listening to this for so long, but this, is your, this, this moment is your point of power. The present moment is the only point of power where we can create change. Worrying about the past, obsessing about the future, trying to control other people, storytelling, you know, having these conversations with ourselves about uh, what didn't work and why we're broken and all that stuff is never going to get you to where you want to go. You have to uncover those mental habits because they are the roadblock. They're, you're creating this wall that you're having to scale through life. And what we do at Life Origami help you blast through that wall of bullshit mm -hmm. to get to and, and to shed all that crap and stop carrying other people's baggage it's amazing the amount of energy you get, the clarity you get, and the confidence that it creates. So, wow. This has been a fascinating conversation. And I hope you guys get this. I hope that this, you know, let us know what you think of this. Let us know what questions you have. You know, if you want to have a conversation with us, we'd be happy to talk to you. You can reach, reach us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can call us on the telephone at 403-307-8281. Always happy to talk. And uh, you can find us on Tapebook. Tapebook is T-A-P-E, book. Tapebook is going to be a very powerful platform for us going forward to be able to have real time-shifted conversations. Conversations, that's right, not just real texting. Real conversations. Because when somebody's just texting, you can't get the context of what they're saying. You don't know their tone, their exactly. modulation, any of that. And you it's sometimes misinterpreted, which is what happened this morning when I was <laughs> speaking to this person about um, being broken and they were all upset because it's Black Awareness Month and they thought that, I, you know, that this well, statement they, they, they thought you missed the context offensive. right and you did you actually did miss the context but your point but then they nullified because you missed the context basically they dismissed everything you said and that's the mistake we make as human beings what we we misspeak one little thing we toss everything out with it's just it's just wrong and we need to be more we need to be critical thinkers we need to be more aware and so the our book the lost guru is about helping you to create your to take back control of your awareness and to decide what it is you believe what are your morals what are your ethics what are your values and what are the principles that you hold dear the principles that you trust that you know work for you and then huh. going with that and sometimes there people are going to be able to support you and sometimes they won't that's why I'm so excited about this new program we came up with mm. to go along with the book, right? As a companion, right. we, we've designed it so that we'll do um, training enhanced coaching yeah. where you would read the book and um, we would give videos and audios um, commentary. To, commentary to go along with it. And then you come to coaching yep. um, after, and uh, we, we talk about it. We talk about it and yep. try to uh, implement it in your own life, or at least so you can see what what role you're playing right. um, in your life, and uh, what are your own mental habits that prevent you from uh, fully inhabiting your life, 
um, to this point. Yeah. So I'm excited that we've decided to do that because yeah, um, we have that 18 month program, but this will give people a taste of what it's like yep. to um, experience training enhanced coaching, but also to take a deeper look inside and see just what has been going on and why is it that things are happening the way they are and Bingo. take a look at what it is that we want more of. And if you're one of those people, we want to talk to you. Yeah. We'd love to chat with you and we'll make room in our schedule. So I think this has been really interesting. This is a bonus episode for you. We'll get back to reading the audiobook, I think, in the next podcast, unless we decide to do another little off-the-cuff thing here. <laughs> no, we might even later on do the actual continue with the reading. Right. Um, so, so that stay we don't tuned. get behind. Yeah.